Hey there, fans and friends of the Hidden Frequencies podcast. Mick Wingert here with a quick reminder as we round the corner of our redrops of the first season's episodes that this show is a considerable undertaking. And thanks to the amazing support of our patrons, we hit our first goal. We're up and running for enough paid scripts for a new episode each month in Season 3. And we can cover the cost of the amazing original music featured in each story. However, we're still trying to achieve our next goal of covering the cost of our show's trademark sound design. And for that, we still need your help. Did you know that this podcast has more than 200,000 downloads for its lifetime? That's a lot of ears for our humble little product. But as with most creative content, the percentage of actual patrons and supporters is less than 1%. Consider joining our Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You'll get early access to all new THF episodes and great bonus content like Lootback, our post-episode interview show that releases after each episode drop. Also, patrons on the higher tiers get access to content that you can't find anywhere else, like original recordings of live episodes, production scripts, and a whole lot more. So, head over to Patreon slash The Hidden Frequencies, all one word, and sign up to help keep us producing more content for listeners like you. Thanks so much, and enjoy this redrop of a classic Hidden Frequencies episode. There are places in the dimension of sound where the walls between universes are thin. Through these fragile pockets of static lies the ability to hear the alternate realities of millions of maybe people in countless could-be worlds. Where the status quo is different from our own. With a keen ear, we may tune in to these sound waves of the strain. The bizarre and the otherworldly. They are the hidden frequencies. Good evening. This is Mick Wingert. It's my privilege now to introduce you to an episode of the hidden frequencies we recorded live at DerpyCon 2019 in Morristown, New Jersey. Tonight, the hidden frequencies will introduce you to Russell Scott. A man arrested for murder who has simply accepted his fate. Make no mistake, Mr. Scott is not entirely at peace. He's merely resigned to his circumstance. What really troubles Russell is what happened to Joanna Marsh's baby as it faced what seemed to be teething problems. Mr. Scott, I'm Detective DeWitt, and this is my partner, Detective Carmichael. Mr. Scott? Mind if we take a seat? Yeah, sure. They're your chairs. Thank you for your patience. Where's the kid? We'll get to that, don't worry. You have had quite the evening. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Let's have a little chat about it, hmm, Mr. Scott? Can we call you Russell? 
Whatever. Look, we're not about to threaten you, Russell. We just want to get all the facts. Yeah, we got a lot of information here. We need a hand putting it all together. <laughs> you don't threaten me, detective. Not after what I've seen. What exactly have you seen? Where to begin? Well, let's start with how you first came into contact with Joanna Marsh. Uh, that'd be the Craigslist ad. The Craigslist ad? Yeah, she took it down. Very convenient. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I thought she was crazy, not stupid. You know, you'd be surprised how little difference there is, Russ. How about you tell us a little about the content of the ad, Russell? Yeah, uh, she wanted uh, something taken care of. Something or someone? Some thing. Hey, uh, Joanna? Correct. And I'm guessing that makes you Russell. Yeah, seems about right. Could I ask you not to do that? Oh, sorry. Nervous habit. So, have you done this kind of work before? <laughs> not much for small talk, are you? I'm on the clock. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, I'm not exactly an expert, but for what you're offering, yeah, I'm probably as good as you'll get. Well, the money is negotiable. I'm willing to go a lot higher if necessary. Oh, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> okay. I know beggars can't be choosers, but, um, <clears throat> I've, uh, I've got some concerns. Such as? Well, the ad was pretty damn vague. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I know you can't exactly signpost it, legal crap and all that. But even then, you weren't giving me, uh, much to work with. I'm operating on about an hour of sleep. Please be direct. What? You want me to do an interpretive dance for you? Who do you want dead, Joanna? <sighs> Not here. I bought a motel room nearby. Then, what's the point of all this cloak and dagger stuff, huh? I wanted to meet you in, a pub in public first. You can only trust a hired killer so much. Eh, fair enough. So you were aware that Miss Marsh wanted to engage in conspiracy to commit homicide from the outset? Like I said, she didn't exactly spell it out, but <laughs> when you're in my line of work, uh, you know how to pick up the cues. And what line of work is that, Russell? Making ends meet? Right. You don't strike me as a contract killer. No offense. None taken. I find it, uh, relieving. Mm, so you don't consider yourself a contract killer, Russell? Does it matter what I consider myself, Detective? Tell us about the motel room. What went down there? Well, uh... Ooh, uh, nice place. <laughs> All this just for a meetup? Ooh, you must have money to burn. You ever feel like your life isn't your own? Yeah, during tax season, sure. Oh, I'm serious. Yeah, so am I. Look, lady, you want someone dead, and I, I need rent money. So what do you say we uh, make some arrangements? You underestimate it. That's your first mistake. It? It fools people, pulls the wool over their eyes, hides the reality. If you're just gonna waste my time with riddles, I'm getting out of here. Hey, good luck with your problem. Wait, please. 
You don't understand what I've been through. I've been trapped in a living nightmare for weeks. I just want it to be over. Then help me help you. I never knew happiness like when my little Joseph was born. It was like the last piece had fallen into place. I was complete. Hmm, heartwarming. But the thing in the crib at home, that's not Joseph. It's not even human. Uh, wait, what? Do you know what a changeling is, Russell? Uh, I must have missed that class. My little Joseph has been replaced. They made the switch in the maternity ward. You know, when the nurse first passed him to me, he felt like a thousand wriggling maggots in a leather sack. It shocked me so much I dropped him on the hospital floor. Oh my god. You can't even imagine the noise. That incessant whine. Everyone scrambling, panicking, being duped by that thing. Look, uh, Miss Marsh, you may want to speak to a, a professional about this. And I ain't talking about a hitman. Of course. You think I'm crazy. It wants everyone to think I'm crazy. From where I'm standing, it's doing a pretty good job. Once my husband's paternity leave ran out, I was left at home with the mer with the vermin. You know, it whispers things to me at night, calls me a whore, tells me to end it. Dare I ask where I come into this? Use your imagination. Shoot it. Drown it in a bathtub. Cut its awful little head off with scissors. I don't care how. Just get rid of it for me. Oh, you want me to kill a baby? For God's sake, Russell, don't you get it? It's not a baby. Its eyes are too sunken, skin too pale, lips too thin. It's a monster. It killed my little Joseph, and now it wants to kill me. Okay, with all due respect, Joanna, you're nuttier than squirrel crap. Find someone else. Oh, or better yet, see a shrink. I'll pay you double, N no triple. It doesn't matter. I don't kill babies. Please. So you are alleging that Miss Marsh was going to pay you to commit infanticide? I'm not alleging anything. That's what happened. Do you have any evidence of this? Yeah, you can uh, check the call logs. I'm not in the habit of recording my phone calls, so, you know, you're just going to have to trust me on the content. The records we pulled from the Marsh phones show a call from your cell at 3 p.m. earlier today. It lasted less than a minute. Why'd you call her back, Russ? Why do you think, detective, to accept the job? Oh, come on. Don't look so shocked. You know what happened next. You told us you had reservations. Serious ones. Why did you change your mind? Yeah. The decision was made for me. A gambling debt came back to bite me in the ass. It was going to be uh, my niece this time. And the amount she was offering... <laughs> look... I don't expect you to get it, okay? But it made sense back then. People do uh, stupid things when they're desperate. Yes? Uh, is, is this a bad time? What do you want? I thought we were through. Look, I've reconsidered. Oh, oh thank goodness. You don't know what this means to me. I'll do it, but only for triple. I'll keep my promise. You'll get triple, just like I said. But I want it done tonight. Uh, are you sure you want this, okay? Because this is one bell you can't unring, so you've really, really got to want it. It took him. It took him. You know what that means? 
I can only hope he's dead. The alternative is worse. I can't sleep until it's dead, Russell. Please. All right. I'll do it. While Russell reckons with his moral dilemma, we'll pause here to say a few important words. This rebroadcast of The Hidden Frequencies comes to you courtesy of our donors at patreon.com slash thehiddenfrequencies. Without the participation of our devoted patrons, these one-of-a-kind audio horror stories could not be produced and made. As we head toward the upcoming Season 3 of the show, please consider joining our Patreon and help... Anomaly detected. Subspace fracture indicated. All evidence of Emma 1833 expunged. One dollar a month and include fantastic benefits such as access to our Discord community, exclusive bonus content, and access to our new post-episode interview show, Loopback. So join us, won't you, at patreon.com slash thehiddenfrequencies. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at thfrequencies. During this rebroadcast season, help us spread the word so that our listening audience is greater than ever before for Season 3. Tell your fellow horror fans about the Hidden Frequencies, and you can even show your patronage with a logo tee or hoodie, available at threadless.com slash thehiddenfrequencies. Now, let's return to the Marsh residence to learn the truth about baby Joseph in the uninterrupted conclusion to teething problems. worried you wouldn't come. Yeah, well, I'm here now. It's upstairs. Yeah, I can hear that. It never stops. No matter what we do, it never, ever stops. I can think of a way. Do you need a, a knife? A hammer? No, I brought a gun. More humane. Oh, you're giving it more kindness than it deserves, Russell. Let's just get it over with, okay? So, uh, why tonight? I'm at my wit's end. I can't take this any longer. Not another night alone. God help us. It'll try to trick you. Prey on your sympathies. Uh, uh, where's your husband? Uh, can we expect interruptions? No. He's in Tampa on a business trip. He won't be back for a few days. Okay. One of us is probably going to go to jail for this. You know that, right? And, uh, <laughs> it ain't going to be me. If I go to jail... I'll get the best sleep I've ever had, knowing we avenged little Joseph here tonight. There's still time to stop this. There was never any time, Russell. It was over before you even turned up. Well, here goes nothing. It's okay. Please, just, just settle down. You're making this harder than it needs to be. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Damn it! 
What is taking so long? Just do it! I can't, okay? He's a baby, Joanna! A freaking baby! It's a monster! No, it's not, Joanna. It's not a monster. You're just sick. You need help. You're right. I do need help. I need help getting that thing out of my life. It's killing me, Russell. Yeah, something's killing you, I know that much. But hurting your kid ain't gonna stop it, Joanna. We need to end this. Can't you see through its lies? All I can see is a mom who'd rather kill her baby than confront her postpartum depression. You are insane, Joanna, insane! How dare you! You're just weak, weak, like the others. Others? Oh, oh so I'm not even the first? Christ, Joanna! Wait, stop! You're crying, you little... You... You shot me! I had to, okay? I freaking had to! You were gonna kill a kid! Oh God, oh God, what have I done? What the hell have I done? Please, shoot it. There's still time. So you confess to the murder of Joanna Marsh? Yes. Would you be willing to give us that in writing? Yeah, sure. I'll sign a sworn affidavit. I don't care. I'm already screwed. Look, I'm not an idiot, all right? You guys get paid for nailing me to the wall. And this, this is me handing you the hammer, right? Well, we, we just- More or less, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Look, I've answered your questions. Now you answer mine. Where the hell's the kid? Why are you so desperate to know? Had a sudden attack of conscience, Russell? No, you just, you just don't know the full story. Not yet. Oh, oh God, oh God, what have I done? What the hell have I done? Please, shoot it. There's still time. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't... I didn't want to do this. So you're saying she was right? That thing had to die, okay? Someone had to kill it. You really expect us to believe that? I don't know what I expect anymore. All I can do is tell you what happened, okay? What do you think, Detective Carmichael? I think that kid's lucky to be alive. Look, I don't care what you two think of me. We gathered. But I? I shot the wrong person in that house. Joanna was right. That thing is a monster. Well, you want to know my theory, Russell? Huh? Sure. 
I think you wanted to rob the place, so you waited until the husband was on a trip and made a call to make sure that Mrs. Marsh was the only one at home, huh? Then you stormed in, hopped up on God knows what, and things got ugly. Then you made up all this for the insanity please, so you wouldn't fry. Am I anywhere near the ballpark here? Look, I'm sorry for wasting your time. No, you should be sorry for the widower and the child that you've left without a mother. Officer Davis, I think we're about done here. Come on, buddy. Time to go. Yeah, okay. <sighs> Good Lord, what a mess. It'll get easier. When you get to be my age, it all seems the same. So, um, you think there was any truth to it? There's a lot of sick people out there, Stephanie. A lot of sick people. What are we doing about the kid, huh? Husband's been informed. Can't get a flight until morning, so I'll take the kid overnight. You sure? I've got two on my own. I can handle kids. Can we get some CPS guys on that or something? Oh, come on, Charlie. It's one night. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode of The Hidden Frequencies, you heard... Teething Problems by Henry Galley, directed by Mick Wingert. Our cast included Armin Taylor as Russell Scott, Colleen O'Shaughnessy as Joanna Marsh, Jeremy Lee as Detective Carmichael, and Mick Wingert as Detective DeWitt. Original music and scoring by Brandon Boone. The Hidden Frequencies is copyright 2021 by Wacky Title Productions, Inc., in conjunction with SPF Entertainment. All rights reserved. No duplication or reproduction of this audio program is permitted without the written consent of Wacky Title Productions, Inc. Anomaly detected. Subspace fracture indicated. All evidence of M0133 expunged.